0: Welcome to the R&R Experience podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. The other host is Regina, not Regina. We are two friends who decide to get together and talk about life. We feel like life is better when it's shared. So we'll cover lots of different topics. We'll talk about relationships, dating, sex. We'll talk about politics, pop culture, mental health, physical health. You name it, we're going to cover it. If this is your first time joining us, check out episode one, Meet the Host. You'll learn Why Am I Called Raquel, Not Rachel. Or why is she called Regina, not Regina? you learn more about who we are and what we stand for. Today, we have a wonderful episode for you. So thanks for joining. Enjoy. How are you doing? It's been a hot minute.
1: I'm good, but I'm sleepy. You're sleepy? <laughs> I really should have had some half decaf, half regular coffee, but oh well.
0: Yeah, I'm tired. I got up early, went to the grocery store, and then I planted a lot of stuff. I spent the morning planting flowers. Oh, really? So yeah, you know, my one with nature. Oh. I was was actually in the dirt. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, oh, you plant?
1: Oh, that makes sense now that you said that.
0: Yes, I like planting flowers. I have a green thumb sometimes. I don't always water the plants like I should. Okay. sometimes I get a little lazy okay. but I have my I have my own garden I plant tomatoes watermelon strawberries um, onions peppers uh, I planted what do you call it cucumbers in the past or swiss chard lettuce all that kind of stuff so I do all of that so I like going in the summertime going to my garden and pulling my tomatoes off the vine uh-huh. I love doing that it wow. just feels better when you those
1: are the best tomatoes though Oh, my gosh, you're so good.
0: Yeah, I they are. Can, I can eat a tomato every single day. Actually, I do eat a tomato every day. Yeah, I, I love tomatoes,
1: too. It was a time when I was younger that I hated tomatoes. That lasted for a little while, and then I went back to eating tomatoes. So that's just kind of weird. But, yeah, I love tomatoes. With, saying, some, <laughs> with some um, balsamic dressing, if I don't have dressing, then I will do, like, a little bit of, like,
0: vinegar and salt. Because you're a vinegar person. I'm a vinegar person, I, yes. Yes. I'm a lemon person i I like a little sea salt pepper with some lemon and some olive oil girl hmm. ugh.
1: I haven't quite that is tried divine that combination, but okay
0: that is divine. I can eat that every single uh-huh. day and then you put a little thyme in there and some some garlic uh-huh you and your garlic you and your garlic yes. <laughs> so yeah so today was productive mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about mother's day is coming up so we're gonna talk about yeah. mother's day uh, and before we get into that we're going to talk about our glow or oh no do you have a uh, let's stick with glow today yeah so let's keep it positive today yeah any glow stories um
1: i'm trying to think what was my glow oh well this was a glow moment well one of my clients was in yesterday so she was talking about we had did her hair color like two weeks ago So she was saying she was going into work and she could feel someone, like she was swiping her badge going through the door, but she could feel someone close to her. So she was just like, okay, she just kept walking. Then when she got to the other door, And she opened it and she turned. This lady was right behind her. She was like, Regina, she's on my heels. And when I turned around, she's just like, oh my gosh, ma'am, your hair color is so pretty. And I said, oh, okay. Well, why didn't she just say, you know, as you were walking in front of her, just say, oh, excuse me, ma'am, just wanted to tell you I love your hair. (laughs) Instead of being right in your personal space, because, you know, it's, it's like, COVID is still here. It's not going anywhere. So you don't want to be walking that close to somebody that you don't know. So I figured I was like, oh, well, that's nice. So, um, yeah, that was my little glow moment. It's like, okay, I did my job.
0: (laughs) You did your job. I love when women compliment other women. Yes. I think that's important for us to do.
1: I really do. I really do.
0: I have no problem if I see a woman and I like her outfit, I'll say you look great. I just think that's wonderful. It makes me feel good, makes me feel connected to that exactly. person. Exactly. And and they feel good. You know, they walk a little differently, like, oh, okay, you notice and you have a conversation. Where are you going today? It opens up dialogue. So yeah. I just love that female energy. Yeah, so. I do love so that too. Stuff. Cause
1: sometimes you know, like, I don't know if you've ever put on an outfit and you're like, Oh, I mean, I like it. And that's like, well, should I wear this today? And you roll with it and then you go out. And then it's like you get that confirmation, that
0: compliment. You're
1: like, right. oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. so I did make a good choice.
0: <laughs> it boosts your ego. Even if you're not feeling good about yourself, you're not even thinking about it. Someone's like, oh, I like your hair. And you're like, what? I didn't do yeah. anything different to my hair. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And someone's like, they like it. And that just makes you feel mm-hmm. good. So we need to do more of that. We need to compliment women, yeah. compliment other women. I yeah. agree. I like that. Well, I have a glow as well. Huh? I, I did twerk yoga. Wow. I don't know if you ever heard of twerk yoga. No, not
1: twerk yoga. And
0: <laughs> no. twerk yoga is, oh gosh, it was my first time doing it. I've done yoga before. Yeah. You know, you're you're stretching, there's different postures, you're breathing, that sort of thing. But twerk yoga, you incorporate twerking into some of the, the movements. Um, I went to a studio and it was a hot studio. So the lowest temperature is 85 degrees. And it can go all the way up to 105. <laughs> so I think our room was about 85. But I went with some girlfriends. It was like five or six of us mm-hmm. in the room. And the instructor was this dynamic woman. And uh, she said, don't focus on if you're doing it right. Uh-huh. If you're moving, then you're doing it right. Okay. Now, the lights are dimmed. And uh, it's just really about you. hmm and your comfort level, okay. you're getting in tune with your body, what your body's able to do. Okay. It's not about anybody else. And the women in the room, we all have different body types, uh, different exercise mm-hmm. levels. Uh, so it was really about that self-awareness going in inward okay. and figuring out, OK, what am I able to do? And just letting go of all the insecurities, all the fears the coulda, shoulda, would have mm-hmm. You're just letting all that go. Okay. And you're trusting your body really. And it's central and it's the sexuality. Mm-hmm. There's strength in it. It's empowerment. You just feel really, really good. Okay. It was it was really good. It's one of those moments where I'm like, I should do yoga more often. huh And I you just had to take the time to do it. Yeah. I just haven't. I've only haven't done, done it that. one time. Yeah. But the twerking, I can say this. This young woman who was there, we were all mesmerized by her ability (laughs) to move her body in that way. (laughs) Talk about complimenting women. We were very complimentary. Uh, We're like, please show us how you do Uh that. How do you isolate the muscles in that way for it to move that way? Uh, It was kind of funny. We were able to laugh at ourselves. That's one of the things I want to learn how to do just for myself. Uh I don't have to go to a dance club. Gotcha. I wanna learn how to twerk and <laughs> I can't seem to get the movement down. Okay. My upper half moves, but the lower half is stiff. Oh. And even though I try, I cannot I cannot get it. Her thing is really getting in tune with your body and the the spirituality around twerking. Okay. So I wanna maybe bring her in one day and talk to us to our listeners about uh, twerking and and yoga and okay. and of uh, the benefits of That'd it.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: But but yeah, but it was just so much fun. It was so empowering. How that long was the class? The class was an hour.
1: Wow. Hour long.
0: Mm-hmm. It was an hour and of twerking? No, no, no. The twerking <laughs> was incorporated into uh, okay. it. Oh, <laughs>
1: okay. <'Cause I'm lying.
0: laughs> but no, you're doing a lot of stretching and holding postures and, okay, and uh, what do you call it, planks okay. and uh, just yoga poses. Okay. And then twerk it out. The music is really good. The lights are low. And you're in the zone. Okay. It is so well, powerful. And good central.
1: for reducing stress. So, yes, yeah, yes, that's good for yes. us women as well because we wear many hats.
0: Yes, we had a cool down session and you go inward and you're thinking about uh, your accomplishments and just letting go. Like I said, fear okay, and anxiety. You're just letting all that stuff okay. go. And you feel good because your body feels sore the next day, but it's that good sore. Okay. So that was, that was my glow. Hmm. That, was, that was. a I, good I glow. I want to do more of that. I'm
1: mm-hmm. not sure I would
0: do it, but that's a good glow. <laughs> you have no desire to twerk. I have no desire to twerk. No. <laughs> okay. Do you have any desire to do any yoga? The breathing and the.
1: I see. I now, like I said, I did take yoga one time. This was probably, I would probably say, about ten years ago. It was okay i really didn't care for it Uh, i can say it's nothing that i would be interested in taking again um yeah
0: yoga can be too slow pace for some people this one was a medium pace because there was music and dancing so the twerking piece so you you weren't still for the entire time there was a lot of movement which that's what i need if there's too much too much meditation my mind is wandering and I'm thinking about what's for dinner. <laughs> that's the, know I what I did last just night, <laughs> like
1: the meditation part. Like,
0: oh, okay. Just okay. let me
1: sit in one position and just meditate.
0: Just come, come to a class. Just come to one class. Give it a try. And I got, I got to
1: have my good weave in because you said that that's like.
0: <laughs> so I got to make sure I put the
1: good weave in. <laughs>
0: Regina let me just tell you this I wrapped my hair I had a hat on my head and I was like I am not going to allow my hair to get in the way of me enjoying this experience (laughs) it sweats out it's okay if it sweats out right no I had my hat on and I was ready and and actually it was fine it worked out it worked out but yeah Wear a hat or a good weave. Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> I gotta have
1: the good weave or put my locks in. One of the two gotta be yes.
0: And you can wear booty shorts if you want to, um, or sweats or whatever. So okay, it's come as you are. Okay, so interesting. Maybe, maybe you can do that. Mm. Well, last time we met, we talked about our word of the year. Yes, and Regina could not remember her word for the life. <laughs> she could not remember her I word. I could not. I really couldn't. So, what is your word? Drum roll, please. <laughs>
1: my word for the year is relentless.
0: Relentless, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That
1: I am just being relentless in accomplishing some goals that I have this year. So, mm-hmm. recently I started my fast. So I fast Monday through Friday um, till 12 p.m. I do nothing but liquid. So I don't eat any food until after 12. So I use that time to get my prayers in in the morning, get them in, you know, throughout the day. Like if I'm doing somebody's hair or whatever, I'm saying my little prayer. And that's pretty much it.
0: Relentless. Good job with that. As far as your fast. So you said liquids. Mm-hmm. What kind of liquids? Any type? Is it uh, like tea um, or I do
1: coffee, uh, I have of have to have of a little bit full until 12 o'clock. So I'll do either coffee or I'll do a smoothie. So my smoothie is, I'll usually do my caramel smooth. I like Herbalife shake mix. So I use the caramel um, with the vanilla protein. Now, if I make a smoothie myself, then I use frozen blueberries, plain Greek yogurt, a little bit of honey. Uh, I put some frozen avocados in it and um, some vanilla soy milk. And I mix that up and it's absolutely delicious. So with those, I bounce between the two. But if I have that, it'll keep me full until 12 o'clock.
0: And the purpose of this fast? I got
1: a couple of goals I want to accomplish. And I just felt like I needed to have just my mind just clear of clutter, mm-hmm. so I can make mm-hmm. some good decisions Um, as far as accomplishing these goals. I just don't want any distractions. I want to be in a good mind space. So.
0: OK, yep. good job. Good job. Is this intermittent fasting, or what is this called?
1: Well, yeah, I guess I guess it can be called, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll be cheering you on. That's that's really good. Mental clarity is important, yes. and fasting is is a good way to get mm-hmm. to accomplish that. So, good job. Yeah. Good job. Well, today we are going to talk about Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is next week. Yep. And a full disclosure, this is a tough topic for me. It's I've been dreading having this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I'm eager and I'm excited to talk about moms and my own mother. But at the same time, when I think about it, I get this knot in my stomach and this, this sadness. Yeah. So it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Today's episode is dedicated to moms yes. who may fit in at least one of these categories. So these are some of the categories. I don't know if you fall in this category or maybe more than one category. Mm-hmm. But this is a list we thought of. It's women who walk this earth with their moms. So your mom is still alive. Mm -hmm. Women who walk this earth without their moms. Your mom is not earthly bound. Women who have children, whether it's biological, adopted or step. Women who can't have children. Women who have suffered miscarriages. Women whose babies have passed away. Women trying to conceive. Women who parent other people's children. We call them community moms, Mm -hmm. aunties, grandmoms, mentors, or guardians. Women who have chosen not to have children. Women who are estranged from their mothers. That mother-daughter bond is broken. For some, it cannot be repaired. And that is a loss. We're thinking about those women today as well. So we wanted to salute all moms, sisters, sister-in-laws, and friends. Uh, Regina, would you like to... Talk about what category you may fit in, and and share anything about important women or your own mom.
1: Yeah, I have I have two boys, twenty one and twenty three. My mom is still living, so thankful for that. Think like when I think of Mother's Day, I truly believe that mothers are the backbone of the family Um, because. We wear so many hats um, and we are excellent at multitasking. I remember when my kids were younger and I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and they might be hungry <laughs> and anybody that has children knows like when they're hungry babies they want to eat they don't care that you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> nope, so <not> <laughs> i would literally <laughs> go to the bathroom with the baby i have the bottle tucked under my chin bring the baby a little closer and i and i'm using one hand like to pull my pants down to go to the bathroom because my son is hungry. So I got to take care of him, but I also, I got to go to the bathroom. So instead of like hearing either one of them yell and scream, that's what I had to do. So those are like the little things that I think of when I think about like being a mom, just multitasking. Now, I think one of the lessons my mom taught me was being independent, Uh, My mom was was a single parent. So growing up, she did mostly everything like for herself. So the part of me that has a lot of independence, which is a large part of me, comes from her. I never was the type of female that felt like I had to have a man to do something for me. If they did something for me, that's fine. But it wasn't like I was looking for someone that could you know, just totally do everything for me. I'm not that type of person. So um, even though I was married for 22 years before my husband passed, I still was fairly independent, you know. Um, But that's the lesson that I think that she taught me was just, you know, just being independent, learning how to do a lot of things on your own. Because some people look for um, a man to do like, everything as far as like taking care of them financially um, taking care of the household all of that uh, that's just a great lesson I think that she taught me that she didn't probably know that she really taught me <laughs> but just by <laughs> watching her handle things on her own whether it was something you know she had to get done with the car she knew how to call and you know get it taken care of or whatever. But yeah, that's a good lesson. And I, I'm appreciative to that lesson of independence and just being just being a good mom. I'm an only child um, to my mom. So I was spoiled, very, very spoiled. <laughs> so I, w- I will admit that in <laughs> my adulthood that I was very spoiled. <laughs> so...
0: That's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. So,
1: but... Um, That has um, helped me with my children because I have boys and just, I just always wanted to always be there for them. Whether it was something going on in school um, because my mom was a single parent, she wasn't always able to get off work because it was an award ceremony. But I just wanted to do that because I was married so I, and I'm self-employed. So I just wanted to have a career in which I could just make my own schedule. If I wanted to go mm-hmm. to something at school, I could. Uh, so that is a blessing for me. Uh, and just being not just their mom, but also being, uh, I will say, a friend loosely, very loosely, that, <laughs> that does not mean that I'm calling it my kids are not my best friends, um, but I have a close relationship with my boys. But if there's something going on, I want them to be comfortable enough to know that I am here, that we can talk about anything. So I just mean like when I said friend loosely, I don't want people to take that like, oh, so you just want to be your kid's friend. No, 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 because I- I'm mommy all day and they know that like I will flip the script on you real real quick Um,
0: do your kids call you they call you mom they call me mom yeah mom yeah no
1: no first names they better not (laughs) (laughs) I want to be (laughs) addressed I don't care if you call mommy mom whatever (laughs) just don't call me my first name because that ain't happening
0: (laughs) I belong to two categories. Um, I am a mother too. Mm -hmm. And I walked this earth without my mom. Mm -hmm. I do not like that category. I wish I did not belong to that category. It's very difficult. It's difficult. navigating the two mother's day. I'm mourning the loss of my mother and I'm also being celebrated. Mm -hmm. So part of me is sad. And then the other part of me is joyful, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's a hard space to be in at times. Uh, My mom was, I say was or is, I still speak as if she's still here because in a lot of ways she is, even though she's not earthly bound, dynamic woman, Uh, very playful, smart, talented, just dynamic in so many ways. She was a type of mom who made homemade meals she would do baked goods Mm -hmm. homemade wheat bread oh wow we didn't grow up with a lot of sugar she made sure that we had whole wheat products and vegetables and fruits and that sort of Uh, playful in a sense that she would skip down the street with us she would play hopscotch uh, play in the snow with us okay Easter egg hunts we did that as adults when I was in college she would have an Easter egg hunt for her grown kids, <laughs> <That's> um, <cute. laughs> the thing that I really appreciated about my mom is that she was just really patient, and uh, she didn't yell a lot. Mm-hmm. Didn't yell a lot. She was very peaceful, and someone that you could go to with anything. Mm-hmm. So, she was a confidant. I did consider her a friend, a mentor. Um, she was a community mom. A lot of my friends, I used to be jealous because when I was 14, 15, Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends would go to her for advice. And I'm like, that's my mom. (laughs) As I got older, I appreciated the fact that she was a safe space for a lot of people. Uh, My siblings had their friends come over. Uh, My mom knew where we were. We had a house full of people. The community loved her. You know, people knew where their kids were and they knew that they were Mm -hmm. safe. Uh, funny thing about my mom She would have this hysterical laughter After 9pm Oh, She became a different person <laughs> <laughs> After 9 she would just laugh And that's how you knew. Okay mom it's time for you to. I was getting ready right right to say that's because she was sleepy <laughs> Yes yeah, because she was sleepy Yeah but she uh, She just made me feel special She would just call me for no reason And sing Stevie Wonder's song I just call to say I love you okay. She would leave Sweet. me special notes um, To say that I love you um, in my marriage, I would call her for advice. Uh-huh. And she didn't always take my side. Uh-huh. She, she was neutral. Okay. Um, like I said, she was very smart. She did peace resolution, um, went to the White House, did a lot of conflict resolutions for the community, um, was well known. She was just a wonderful person. Sounds she was a wonderful like person. It. I miss her scent. Mm, okay. So every now and again, I'll smell something. I think it was like sandalwood or something okay. that reminds me of my mom. And it takes me back. I've had the opportunity to have a lot of strong women in my life. Uh, my mom came from my grandmother, Granny mm-hmm. May. Um, I love Granny, Granny May. <laughs> yeah, Granny May. Uh, Granny May. My mom was very peaceful and quiet. And Granny May had this this strength about uh-huh. her. Uh, very stubborn. But she was the type that she was a grandmother who took in her grandkids. So over the summers, we would spend vacations mm-hmm. with her. And she would give you her last. She made sure that we had what we needed. Okay. Our basic needs were met. So she was that type of person. Um, but granny, she would tell you about <laughs> yourself. If she didn't like something about you. <laughs> you know, but I considered granny a friend too. She was somebody that I could talk to about everything. I called her every single day. Mm-hmm. I used to call my mom every single day. That's something I miss. I don't have that. You know, I would just pick up the mm-hmm. phone and you know, call granny and check in on her. So I, I do miss that. So... She's gone, my mother's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another important person was my husband's mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, We call her Mama Vic, her name is Toria. She passed away not too long ago, a few years ago. And she was another dynamic woman, Mm -hmm. she had adopted children Um, Way back when, when it it wasn't popular to adopt, she adopted um, kids from different races. Uh, She had biological children. Um, When she remarried, she had stepchildren. And all those kids called her mom. You didn't know who was adopted, who was step, who was biological. She was one of those people. So I've always been surrounded by very strong women, very family focused, Mm -hmm. um, where you put your children first. Lots of love. Mm The sacrifice is done, but you don't even realize it's a sacrifice Mm -hmm. um, because they they do things for you without even thinking about it. But the matriarchs are gone in my family, which is very sad. So when I read that list about Mother's Day and saluting moms and what category you fall Mm -hmm. in, there's so many women who don't have their moms. Right. Um, So Mother's Day is a challenge for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's so many women who have lost children or can't have kids, yeah. it's a tough day. And, and when you go to the store, you buy a card. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a section I avoid. Yeah, I try to give Mother's Day cards to the important women in my mm-hmm. family. But when I see that section, it's hard for me because it's a reminder that my mom is not here. Yeah, One of the greatest losses for me is not having my mom. Mm-hmm. And as a mother, not being able to call oh, her directly. Yeah. And say, hey, what about X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. I'm not able to do that. So was angry at God for a long time. Mm-hmm. She never met my children. Mm-hmm. You know, she died before I had kids. So I think I miss out a lot on that. It's sad. It's very sad. I don't know what else to say about that.
1: Well, your, your grandmother sounds a lot like my grandmother. My gran- Now, my grandmother, she was a very sweet, quiet lady. Um, now, my patience... And calmness. There's a part of me that I have that comes from her, um, and she was neutral. She she didn't care whether you were her son or daughter. If she felt like you were wrong, she would tell you you were wrong. And that mm, that was my yeah, mom. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. something that I loved about her. And she had a a calmness about mm-hmm. her. She was definitely a woman of God. Um, so yeah, I lo- Granny was a yeah, granny too. yeah. Just mm-hmm. stood, stood strong in her faith,
0: faith yeah, yep.
1: and always quote like Bible verses. So now that I'm older. I'll think of what my grandmother would say and, you know, it would be like a Bible verse. It's like, he's going to work it out. You know, he's always on time. Don't worry about it. So you learn to appreciate those things even more as you're older and you have children. You're able to reflect on those memories and be like, okay, she said this. And it kind of calms you,
0: you know, kind of. It does. Yeah. Granny... And it was a woman of faith. Her dad was a pastor. Mm -hmm. She grew up in a church. She was strong in her faith. She knew where she stood with God, that she didn't have to convince you that you have to walk this Mm. way. She didn't believe you. She had to go to church every day to show that you believed in God. Yeah. Right she was an example of it she never smoked she didn't drink she never did drugs she had one husband (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, she had one love Mm -hmm. that was it and uh, and she lived her life that way but it wasn't preachy but you knew where she stood you knew she was a christian woman which i value that yeah it was never preachy or judgmental in that sense Mm -hmm. now she did judge people for other things (laughs) yes If they didn't cook right, (laughs) if they didn't dress right, (laughs) if their hair wasn't right, you know, she would look at you and give you a look. She would shake her head like, I don't understand. There's something wrong somewhere, she would say all the time. There's something wrong somewhere. But she was a woman of God. For my mom, it's the trust that was there. Like I trusted this woman that I could go to her as a confidant and it was a safe space. I felt safe and secure with my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom, she was my friend, we were friends. Mm-hmm. My mom and I were friends. And I remember when I was 17, I decided that I wanted to call her by her first uh-huh. name, which is Amina. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, you can, mm-hmm. you can call me Amina. That was our little, that was our little special thing. Okay. Um, I would call her that, but it was not disrespectful. It was endearing. Okay. It's funny because my 20 year old, she wants to call me by my first mm-hmm. name at times, not always, mm-hmm. but sometimes. And I kind of chuckle because I did the same Uh thing with my mom. And I'm like, that's fine. But I see us transitioning. Our relationship has shifted, Mm -hmm. right? I'm still her mom. I'll always be her mom. But that friendship is there. Mm -hmm. Because I do think you parent your kids differently depending on their age. Yeah, I agree. And um, that's something that I'm learning because I've never had a 20 year old. Mm -hmm. So what she's dealing with developmentally, socially, or she's in college, it's, different so I have to wear a different hat yeah. right and but I like that we're becoming friends and she's confided in me and she's asking me questions and I'm that safe net for yeah and I think because of the parenting that I got from my mom I'm able to give that to my mm-hmm. children to be open-minded to listen to be a safe space yeah. right so I think that's good, but I don't mind my oldest when she calls me by my first name. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. I know where it comes uh-huh. from. It's not disrespectful. Gotcha. It's kind of playful, loving, you know, so it's good stuff. Gotcha. That's it's really cute. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. I like it. I think as moms, we do wear many hats mm-hmm. and I think that it's different when you don't have your mom here. Okay. It's different. There's so many lessons you learn mm-hmm. and you change as you grow, mm-hmm. as you become a different person. And I just wish my mom knew me at this stage of my life. Okay, I am older than what my mom was when she died. She died very okay. young. My mother died very young. So I remember being my mom's age and I'm like, damn, she died so freaking young. And But I remember being that age and being vibrant mm-hmm. at that age and you know, the fears and the insecurities and the concerns you have when you're younger Uh and then as you get older hopefully it all comes together i still listen to her i still talk to her she's still guiding me yeah but damn i feel robbed i really do i feel robbed
1: understandable
0: it's not a fun category to be in yeah
1: understandable
0: you know to be motherless
1: yeah i think you're okay in feeling that way
0: yeah. 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 So you talked about lessons learned. Do you have something else you want to add?
1: I was just gonna
0: ask you. Like,
1: what would be your ultimate mother's day?
0: Anytime I don't have to cook or clean <laughs> or make decisions. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. Day.
1: I say the <laughs> that's same a good day. thing <laughs> Like I'm just off. I'm off for, from the kitchen. I'm off from making any major decision. I just don't want to do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I like being catered to. Uh Often they make me breakfast Uh or dinner or something like that. And that's always Uh nice. And homemade cards are the best. I love when they make homemade cards. Um, Those are the best. But taking a nice hike. Usually every Mother's Day, I do my hike.
1: hike.
0: (laughs) I do a hike every single Mother's Day. And when my kids were younger, this is no lie, they would say, Dad, uh, Do we have to? They would cry because like, we don't to I don't blame go them. I
1: did not blame them. <laughs> they, didn't <wanna> <laughs> they did not want to go hiking.
0: They did not want to go hiking at all. My husband would have to bribe them. He would say, at the end of the trail, the ice cream truck may be there. Because sometimes we went to a park and then the ice cream truck would be uh-huh. there. And, or we would go out and get ice cream afterwards. But I remember I used to get so angry with the kids. I have one wish. I just want to go hiking. Just come along. And they're like, oh, are we done yet, mom? Now that they're older, they're kind of like, oh, this is mom's thing. Uh-huh. She's going to want to go bike ride- riding or hiking. We're just going to do it. And it's her day. And that's wow. okay.
1: And you haven't thought but of they were anything younger, they else to
0: it. do, Raquel? Like... I don't want to I think we talked about that. I don't want to massage. I don't really want to go shopping. I don't. There's nothing I really want. I just want peace and harmony. I like having my kids mm-hmm. home. I know that they're safe where they are. I like watching TV with mm-hmm. them or doing board games, activity. I want to do something with them, whether it's physical outside okay. or some type of thing where we're all together as a family. Okay. To me, I'm the happiest when all of my people are together.
1: I got gotcha. you. My core. Yeah, I feel that I'm the too. happiest
0: when it happens. So I don't care what it is. That's all I want to do. Really simple. Yeah. It's really simple. Feed me and, yep. <laughs> and I don't have to cook or clean.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, Mother's Day is uh, hard for me. I mean, my mother is still living... But my husband used to spoil me for Mother's Day. Mm. So mm. Mother's Day is a reminder that he's not in the kitchen, you know, cooking me yes. breakfast and actually bringing me breakfast yeah. to bed. <laughs> when I think about that, I think about being a teenager. You're watching a movie. Oh, man, that'd be so nice for somebody to bring me breakfast in bed. And then like, I was married. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. He- Dang, he actually bought me breakfast, <laughs> So I miss that. Um, yes, yes. Me being uh, the mother of his children, that he really uh, spoiled me on Mother's Day. So
0: yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I, I knew your husband personally. Mm-hmm. So uh, great guy. Yeah, yeah. So you had good one. Yeah,
1: I definitely, I definitely a had a good one. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. definitely so we talked a little bit about lessons learned Mm -hmm. i think for the other lesson that i learned is the whole perfection thing yes or when i was younger a young mom and i thought things had to be just so Mm -hmm. i got to do x y and z and make everything Everything right right and motherhood is not perfect there's there's no book i
1: was gonna tell you what to do there (laughs) is no no book.
0: book And the book that you have is probably out yeah. there. It, it's wrong <laughs> and it may not fit you. There's so many different versions of how to be a good mm-hmm. mother. And I think it depends on your children. I have two girls and they have different personalities. Mm-hmm. So I mother them differently. Yeah. I have to tap into different parts of me to give them what they yeah, need. Same here. Right. There is no book. There's no such thing as perfection. You will mess up. You are going to make mistakes as a mom. Your kids may need therapy. That may happen. Your kids may need therapy. <laughs> We're gonna. You, there's no way you can do everything yeah. right because you're learning as you're going. You are. You're learning. Every
1: day is different. Every day is different. Every motherhood. day is
0: different. Every day is different. <laughs> And I tell my kids, I have girls, I tell them, wait to have children. Mm -hmm. I think parenthood, I think being a mom is wonderful. They they often ask me, do you like being a mom? Do you love being a mom? And the answer is yes. yes. I also think it's important that before you become a mom, you know who you are as a person. As a woman, would you like travel, Mm -hmm. um, hang out with your girlfriends, live on your own, make your own decisions. Know what your likes and dislikes are. You have to be as fully developed as you can be. Even then, it's not going to be enough. Yeah. It won't be enough. Mm-hmm. I agree. You you can be as developed as you want to be. Nothing prepares you for parenthood. No. For motherhood. No. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing prepares you for it. Yeah. It's funny when you're pregnant and
1: the first time like that baby is put in your arms, the feeling, is, you can't describe it, it's this unconditional love for this little being that you just met
0: To have your yeah, heart it's,
1: it's yeah. unconditional I would do anything for this little person <laughs> yeah
0: but the flip side of that is that you have that love for your kid mm-hmm. but your kid will push your buttons oh yeah no don't pluck your nerves to no end to the point them. where you're like Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? So you have all those emotions Mm but there's nothing like it. And you talk about being pregnant. They said when a woman is in labor, that's the closest you come to death. Yes, I definitely believe it. It affects every organ, your heart, your lungs, every organ, right? Your body changes emotionally, physically. Mm. Yeah, which makes me annoyed that hospitals allow moms to go home after Sometimes they go home within two hours. They give birth and yeah. they go home within two hours. Yep. Back in the day, you stayed in the hospital for five days. They made sure the mom was okay. The baby was okay.
1: Yeah, and then not anymore. They
0: released you. <laughs> now you have your baby at 9 a.m. noon. You're home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking,
1: what? Insurance companies are like, birth? okay, yep, get them out, get them out.
0: They don't care about women nope. or children. Nope. You just push this being out of you or if you have a C-section, whatever, you went through all of that. All your organs were taxed. Yep. They don't care about that. I think moms are amazing. Being able to be that vessel, there's a lot that comes with it and a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, we do a lot
1: of sacrificing that some things our kids don't even know the sacrifices that we make.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think the thing that surprised me was the worry. I don't know if you're the type of mom that worries, but uh, I was talking to a cousin of mine and he has older children. His kids are 10 years older than mine. Mm-hmm. He said he worries more about his adult children and his younger kids. And I think because they're out of the house yeah. and they're out in the world, he worries more about them. And I'm like, damn, this worry is going to continue? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go away?
1: <laughs> it will always be there. It's always
0: there. The worry is always tells there. me
1: all the time. Sometimes when she talks to me, I'm like... <laughs> Does she realize that I'm 48 and i It doesn't eight? matter. You're her baby. Yeah. Oh Regina, did you lock the door? Did you... And I'm like, of course I locked the door. Like, <laughs> how long have <laughs> I been living out the house? So it's, right, it's right, stuff right. like that. Right. I'm 48. Hello. Right. <laughs> or when I travel. When I
0: travel. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't my first plane ride. This isn't the first time I'm going out of town.
0: <laughs> Right, right. It's the mom thing. I remember when I was a teen, my grandmother used to, do you have an undershirt on? And pull yeah. my shirt down. And I'm thinking, what? And I do that with my own kids. My daughter's 16 and I'm pulling her uh-huh. shirt down. And she's like, mom, what are you doing? Why are you grooming me? You're fixing my hair and you're yeah. so touching me and all that kind of stuff. Now, I, so- I do
1: do the undershirt thing. I was like, do you have an undershirt on? I said, it's windy outside today. You'll catch cold in your
0: chest. And they just look at me like... What? (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So, what kind of mom are you? Are you hands-on? Are you?
1: Now, I will tell you the kind of mom I'm not. I am not the kind of mom that goes to pick up my my kids' friends or invite my kid my kids' friends over to the house, and (laughs) I'm gonna be cooking breakfast. (laughs) I am not that kind of mom. I tell people. That's me.
0: That's me. I'm not, yeah.
1: I'm an awesome mom, but I am not but. that kind of mom. That mom. Like you right, will, right. My kids will tell boys will tell I have never, and they're 21 and 23, I have never told them, well, why don't you get, you know, you got some friends. Why don't you get them to come on over? No. I only want That's to funny. deal with my children. That's the way I've always. <laughs> And I I know it sounds so selfish and I know it sounds mean, but I'm not that kind of mom. And y'all know what's happening right now. My youngest son is looking me right in the face.
0: (laughs) But he knows he's
1: loved. I mean, what kind of mom am I? Since you're here, you might as well comment. (laughs) Oh. he said, well, I just heard you talking smack about us not having undershirts on
0: because they know I always do. That. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. That is so funny. I'm like, that doesn't even
1: make sense. I was like, you will catch cold in your chest. You need to have your undershirt on until you know that
0: the weather has broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mom. I, I do all those things. Wow. I I purposely bought my car so that I could make sure that I had room for my children's kids. Oh, no. So that whole soccer mom type of uh-huh. thing where you're picking up the kids and you're taking them places and I'm that type of mom. I was the room parent. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did all of that. So very hands-on kind of involved mm-hmm. in their activities. And yeah, it was really funny
1: like <laughs> this is this fu- this is a funny story. When my oldest I forgot what age he was, but he was playing soccer. So my husband was like, he was like, oh yeah, you know they rotate with the snacks and everything. I was like, rotate snacks? snacks. <laughs> <laughs> what? What am I supposed to do? And he's like, we rotate every you no know, game. Like this person will bring snacks and then you bring. And I'm like. For how many people? I just remember thinking, this is really new. I don't do that
0: kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I, I volunteered at the uh, school. Yeah, no. I did all of that. I went on field trips. I was chaperoning. Now, I did all that. do
1: the field trips. I did the field trips. I've done it with both my boys. Um, I've done a field day. But mm-hmm. again, <laughs> I'm not... Uh, it's not my favorite thing to do. You know, field trips are different now. Let, let's just talk about that. Field trips, when I was in school and a parent chaperone, they were basically, the teacher had the group and the parents were just there. You know, they walked in the back, just making sure everybody stayed in line. Nobody got lost. Now, this new generation of teachers, when you chaperone, oh, well, here's your group. And you're like, what? My
0: group? So I'm yes, supposed to... You yes, have a group of five or six. So I'm yep, supposed to, like,
1: take these kids around this museum.
0: Yes, ma'am. And meet back at a
1: certain time. I was like, what the hell is this?
0: You're the leader. You're the leader. I didn't sign up for that. I did not I
1: signed up to be a chaperone, which meaning, teacher, I am here to chaperone your class to help guide you. You're supposed to be in control. I am not supposed to take these five, six children off in this museum and entertain them and keep control of them. (laughs)
0: well my youngest just walked in Um, I don't know if she wants to be on if she wants to answer this question but sweetie what kind of mom am I I can't hear you she said what are the options (laughs) what are the options no if you had to describe me as a mom what kind of mom am I you said what hands on that's what you said okay yes that's what I said that's what I said okay yeah very good very good what are the options (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it (laughs) yeah I
1: hate to say it but uh yes I'm just not that kind of mom
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I got that from my mom that's one of the things I value she was very hands-on she went on field trips she did all that kind of stuff whatever So as we close out, let's think about uh, some advice that we want to give moms out there. What advice would you give yourself as a mom, (coughs) now that you've been a mom for 20, what, two, 23 years?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's very important to have me time. I know that we are moms and like we've said, we wear many, many hats. We do a lot of multitasking throughout the day, but... It is so important in order for you to be the best mom that you take me time. And I know I some women are going to say, I don't have time to do anything. I could barely get myself dressed. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. <laughs> if you have to go as far as like, getting a sheet of paper and getting a pen and actually writing down a schedule for yourself, that might help. When you actually see it on paper, write down what you normally do. Let's say if somebody said, I wake up at seven o'clock, I got to have the baby at daycare by nine or whatever it is, but just write down everything that you do and then look at Mm -hmm. it and okay, what can I tweak? Um, Because I'm sure that you can find, I will say at least 10 minutes just for yourself, at least 10 Uh, Like some say, going to the gym might be our time to just have me time. It is for me. It's my time where I'm not trying to talk to anybody. I can have my music on or I can be listening to uh, my favorite TV show. And it's just my time. Walk around the track or work out on a treadmill, whatever I'm doing, that's my me time. It really will help you be a better mom. It might be that you just want to... Have a cup of coffee. If you just go to Starbucks and get your favorite drink, I'm just going to sit at this table for about 10, 15 minutes just by myself and kind of meditate, get your thoughts together, and then carry on with your day. I think you will find that you will be a better mom. That's my advice is always make sure you take your me time and do not feel guilty for taking me time. That's because that's something that we we can easily mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm.
0: That mom guilt Yeah, is real. the
1: mom guilt. Like, oh, no, I shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this for my children. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. this is your time. So do not feel guilty. If you want to you know, leave the kids at home with dad, I'll be back in an hour. And you just walk around the grocery store, or walk around the mall, whatever you want to do. If you just want to go to an empty parking lot and just sit, because I do that all the time. I might go in Wegmans to give me something to eat. And then I'll find the back end of the parking lot parked by the tree and I'll just be in a car by myself. That's just mm-hmm, something I mm-hmm. just love to do. So take mm-hmm. time for yourself. That's my advice. And do not feel guilty for it.
0: I think you need a network to laugh and cry and complain. My network, yeah. I have really good people and it's women and men, people to talk to. I have really good friends, but that network allows me to... Have a safe place to complain because mm-hmm. you need to be able to complain about your kids and not be judged yeah. right because yeah. that judgment you talk about that mom mm-hmm. guilt but that judgment we judge moms yeah. harshly
1: yeah we do we judge yeah. them
0: if their house is not clean if their kids don't look a certain mm-hmm. way if their kids don't behave a certain way they don't do well at school we judge moms yeah. harshly right as women in, in general so you need a, a safe place where you can complain about your children or you know, ask questions mm-hmm. about things you don't know i don't know how to do x y yeah. and z or my kid is doing x y and z can you help me so i think that network is really important for laughter for crying complaining catch yeah, all
1: that's a good one Rocka. you know that's really good. So you
0: call a friend and you can just complain about your mm-hmm. kid and they get it yeah they understand because yeah. they've been through it they understand and they know like Tomorrow you're gonna call and say, "Oh, my kid is the best. Yeah. Thing ever. <laughs> oh, I love. Oh, Sally is so wonderful, right? <laughs> she does everything. Yeah, right. you ready? You're ready to ship Sally off? Yeah, wherever. She's not my child. I don't care. I don't know where she came from, but she has to go, right? So you need that. There's no way you're gonna have all the answers. Yeah. And I think if you have a network, you can normalize a lot of the behavior. A lot of things you can normalize is this normal? Am I okay? Do I need to check myself? It's a checks and balance thing. So I think get yourself a network if you can.
1: Totally agree. Good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a message for moms that are listening, whether you have toddlers or you have grown kids, sometimes we forget to give ourselves grace. Um, Because we're trying to just do everything right. And we want everything to be perfect for our children. But in reality, nothing is perfect. You don't do everything perfect. You just need to do it to the best of your ability. If you got a load of laundry that you need to do for the kids and you didn't get to it, you know what? You're still a great mom. You know, yeah,
0: the world is not going to yeah.
1: end. Yeah, it'll get it'll get <laughs> done. It tomorrow. Do yeah, it'll get done tomorrow. That's true. Maybe you didn't cook that fabulous dinner like you used to. Maybe it was just a turkey sandwich and some french fries. Well, you know what? Right. That's OK. <laughs> If it's not organic, yeah. if it's, <laughs> okay. Like, be organic. Give yeah. ourselves some grace because sometimes we are we are tired. We wear many hats. We're moms. We were wives. We're friends. We're sisters. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm-hmm. If you're not mm-hmm. taking care of yourself, you're no good in any of those other categories. So, um, mm-hmm. I think that's just very very important for us to do. Just give yourself some grace. And just know you are doing the best that you can at that moment. So Mm
0: -hmm. I think that's, yeah, I I know I talked a lot about uh, the sadness of not having my mom here and I don't like being in that category, but I do like the category of being a mom. That is a wonderful category to be in. I am a mom. I wear mom as a badge of honor. It is part of my identity. I own it. I claim it. I cherish it. I welcome it. I love it. So I do want to say that although I am sad that my mom is not here, being a mom has given me such wonderful joy. And it's been nice being able to connect with my kids and just watch them grow and learn and to be part of that journey. My daughters have enriched my life in so many ways and it gives me purpose. Children are a mirror. So a lot of times... You see yourself, you see your flaws, your challenges, your imperfections, the good stuff is all of it. So it's a very authentic relationship. So I've been able to have that with my girls and I really do cherish that. So in closing, we want to salute all the moms out there. And if, if you have your mom here on this planet, yes. that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Hope you can cherish that relationship. And if your mom is not here, maybe think about a good memory. Uh, Maybe do something to honor your mom. If you're struggling and you can't have children or you've chosen not to have kids or whatever, we're thinking about you today because I know it can be a difficult time for a lot of people. So, Regina, it's been real. Yes, it has, as always.
1: Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you as well. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers.
0: To all the mothers. I'm going to close this out. But I remember when I was pregnant, I'm like, everybody's going to know that I had sex. They yes. know that I did oh sex. My <laughs> I re- oh, my God. Oh, my I remember
1: years ago, this girl. Oh, my gosh. One of her friends was pregnant. And she said she was like, you know, the thing like when you see somebody pregnant, you're like, oh, they had sex.
0: <laughs> <It sucks. laughs> yes. Yes. crazy. It's, it's the craziest thing. In this- it's the craziest thing ever. Yes. And you're like, oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. So anyway, all right. <laughs> if you're finding yourself having difficulty dealing with a loss, whether you're not getting along with your mom, whether your mom is not here, whether you're trying to conceive and you're not successful we do want to offer that grief work and therapy is a suggestion.